Shut up and sit down. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Cinema from the Dark Side podcast. I'm here with Mike. Mike, how's it going? I'm doing all right, man. How you doing? Doing pretty good, man. I'm very excited to talk about this one. Yeah, uh, me too. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to be so much fun. All right, so let's get right on into it. First bit of movie news. So first bit of movie news that I have here is that the Shining offshoot series Overlook from Bad Robot not going for it at H- HBO Max, but closing in on a new home. So it looks like Bad Robot, you know, uh, that's J.J. Uh, Abrams' company, uh, acquired the rights to The Shining, and they're making a series uh, for what's going to be called The Overlook. Apparently it was supposed to be on HBO Max, which I had no idea about. And But f- for some reason or another, it's not going forward, and it, this article just goes on to say it's <laughs> looking for a new home. So it could be on Netflix, Hulu... Who the fuck knows? Someone will pick it up. It's oh, yeah. got enough following. I mean, I, I find that interesting because there was that um, like spiritual successor, Doctor Sleep, I believe. Dude, that movie um, was so good. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree. I think it was really good, and I think that there's obviously a market for it, right? Like, not only people our age, but it's just a, a cool fucking story. Like, I, I I'd be excited to see where that's gonna land in terms of a series. <clears throat> yeah, agreed. One thing. I'm the only thing I'm curious about is like what's it going to be on? Like it's going to be so Doctor Sleep did a strange thing where yeah, the movie is technically a sequel to Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. Mm-hmm. However, the director explicitly states he understands that Stephen King hated The Shining because mm-hmm. it changed from the vision so much of what the book was, which right. after after reading the book, I 100% agree. Like, in the book, like, he goes full-on crazy at one point. He thinks, like, the, like, what are the, like, uh, the the garden statues, you know, right. when they, like, make an elephant out of, yeah, like, like the, the bushes yeah, and the shit. Yeah, outside the huge garden, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he, like, they fucking came alive and, like, trampled him. And he's just having a full-on psychotic yeah, break. Yeah, here's the thing, right? I feel like if that movie, if if they, if The Shining had never been made, and this is, I'm not trying to make excuses for the previous, the makers of the film, because I thought it was obviously everyone, a lot of people liked it, right? But of course, um, I do think that they were limited by their time, right? Like the technology, the time, the ability to convey those types of things in a believable and like a a serious way would be incredibly easier now right so if somebody had never made the shining before and somebody read the book they fucking loved it and they decided to make the shining now they they would be able to include those things and it wouldn't look so hacky and shitty right so also it wasn't just like all the detail and stuff that they left out which i understand they have to you know shorten it down to a watchable viewing sure uh time but what also Stephen King really hated about it was that uh, Kubrick just like painted Jack Nicholson as, oh, isolation is making this fucking guy go insane. Mm. But when in reality, like what it happened was not in the just book, isolated. <laughs> yeah. no, no, yeah, what happened in the book? It was like the whole, like the Overlook was like possessing him. Yeah. So, so it was. So it's just kind of like that overall arc. That it, it's, was it changed makes it that different. Stephen King got really upset about. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's his story. He invested how much of his fucking life writing it. Like, it's not like he sits down for an evening and writes a fucking novel. Um, so, I, I get that. But I'd be, yeah, I mean, I'd be down to watch the fuck out of that series. Oh yeah, um, me too. You know, I like to, I like to interspace like lighthearted shit with like cool series shit, and then some like thrillers or or like some horror, uh, you know, shit that makes you think more. Yeah, that yeah, I'm definitely interested. Oh, I yeah. want to see what they do with it. Yeah, got our next piece. Yeah, man. Um, so it's it's confirmed there will be a sequel for Cruella. Um, something we talked about a few episodes back. So I mean, it it was successful enough in the box office, which I think worldwide uh, article was talking about. It made like more than twice its budget. It was like 220 mil, on, uh, like roughly at the time of the article. Um, 
as far as box office revenue or revenue in general worldwide. And I think the budget was about a hundred mil. Um, so successful enough. I mean, clearly uh, enough yeah. people wanted to see it. Enough people watched it, um, which understandably so. It, again, to me, it didn't like knock it out of the fucking park, but it was a good movie overall. Like I thought it was good. It was um, very entertaining. Yeah. So like I could definitely see a sequel coming along um, and I'd be interested to see that progression from because obviously in like we talked about in the in our podcast about Cruella uh I have watched 101 animations a bunch of times as a kid um and like that story starts when the two dogs uh that were gifted um in the the credit sequence um I can't remember their fucking names it's like Pongo and something else uh they were adults they had puppies so at least a few years in the future, let's say five, let's roughly, right? I don't know the expectancy, mm-hmm. life expectancy of a fucking Dalmatian, but um, like five years in the future at least. So seeing what happens between then to this or even bleeding into like a 101 Dalmatians type thing, I, I'd be interested to see what's going on with that. But um, they're obviously they're bringing Emma Stone back as Cruella. She did a good job. Um, you know, I think she's a good actress. I always have thought she's a good actress. Um and it was a good role for her, so I'm I'm yeah. I'm happy to see this. Same, 100 percent agree. Um, I think my favorite Emma Emma Stone uh, movie would be Zombieland, though. Zombieland was really good. Yeah. Um, I mean, I but I've liked her since she like basically came out in films, right? Like, I think I and I could be totally wrong, but what her first film was like Easy A, right? Where she was like pretending to be like was that in her like her first movie? I mean, it could have been her first major movie, and she could have been in a bunch of shit before that. Something tells me Easy A came out after Zombieland. I'd be right. I, could be right. That was the first thing I ever saw her in. I saw her in Zombieland for sure. Easy A was 2010. Zombieland. Uh, Fine Fills, 2009. Called oh, there you go. Nice. Well, I definitely saw Zombieland well after it came out then because I saw Easy A first. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, I've liked her since, you know, those early movies that she was in. She's good. Um, and I think that this is a really good film for her to be in because she's, she's got that kind of like, uh, I don't know, she has the look, right? And like that, the mannerisms down for, for somebody who's kind of like a little crazy but can be funny. Um, yes. So yeah, I'm down. To, I, I'm down to fucking watch it. I think it's gonna be a good movie. <clears throat> yeah, I'm down as well. Um, a next bit of movie news would be Spawn reboot. Movie lands new writer. So it's gonna be so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, obviously, Spawn is a comic based off the uh, you know uh, comic book series of Spawn by Todd McFarlane. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently, they're having issues with writers at the moment. Um, they only have the one live-action film with John Leguizamo in it, um, and it was a total travesty. So, I mean, obviously, I want a better reboot of Spawn, but it's just this has been in like development hell for like the past six years. I just don't think it's happening. It's like Half-Life Three. Bro, Spawn, <laughs> Spawn, just like in general, right? Like as as a as a uh, um, <laughs> as like a story, right? Super cool. Like I I liked th- they made like a cartoon series, I think, out of it as well, which I thought was cool. But like it, w- every time they've tried for a live action, which I I thought was more than once, but obviously you just said the only one was just the one. Um, yeah has been terrible it's been so bad and like like laughably bad and i mean i love yeah. john leguizamo but he's a comedic actor like there's only been one serious role i think i've ever seen him in and i can't even remember that fucking movie is that i liked um, i think they just went up to john leguizamo and was like we need you to be the fat joker and he's like yeah right it. like it was so fucking <laughs> stupid but like it's just not uh, I don't know that I would give a fuck if it ever came out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would watch it expecting mad fucking cringe, and then and then be like pleasantly surprised if it if it wasn't like total dog shit. It depends on who's producing it. Like, like if like if Marvel owned by Disney made it come out, I would obviously have a lot more faith in it. 
because they really have yet to give me a true dud. Right. To like, like completely fuck something. Yeah. Right. Like I think the closest they got was like Thor 2. It's pretty bad, yeah. But yeah, yeah. you're right. <laughs> so it, like if Marvel actually had its hands in it, I would I would have a lot more like okay, I can go into this with like pretty good expectations. Yeah, not thinking it's going to be total dog shit. Right. Exactly. No, that's fine. I can see that. It, yeah, it depends if it ends up at fucking Miramax. Like we're fucked. Yeah, but yeah, I agree. I I just I don't know that I, um, would be capable of giving a shit if it ever came out. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? I mean, I guess. I mean, look how many ter- terrible iterations there were of, like, um, mainstream comic book movies before Spawn, like. Uh, That's the right. Flash. You're right. It was it was in that era of just like terrible comic book films. You're right. You're right, my dude. So, hopefully, it goes well from here. Nice pops, cold in the mouth, fam. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I I will I will. I'll take back what I, my statement. You you make a very solid point. Um, and yeah, terrib- you know, do you remember Clooney as Batman? I do remember <laughs> Clooney as Batman. Um, and then what do we get next? Fucking Christian Bale. Bam. Yeah, I mean, excellent, excellent shit, dude. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess I could give it a chance. Oh, my fucking dog. I swear to God. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you want to go with our next bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this one, I am uh, a little, like, disappointed in, right? Like, so I'm a big jackass fan. I grew up in that, like, era, right? Of, and so did you, obviously, um, mm-hmm. of, like, movies before the internet had, Love like, it. fail videos and shit. And, like, I still was, have the jackass shows, bro. Yeah, dog. Like, it was all just, like, ridiculous garbage. And, like, these guys, like, were the innovators, let's say, of that of that ridiculous garbage. So, we have this, uh, you know, Jackass Forever coming out. Um, you know, they've, they've had, like, a huge ad campaign of it. Um, and then the... The... Um, b- the original cast is all coming back. But this new story is regarding um, Bam Margera, right? So Bam Margera is suing, um, I believe, Paramount um, and Johnny and Knoxville and the director. Yep, um, Jeff Tremaine. Uh, Sp- Spike Jones. I thought it was Jeff Tremaine. No. Oh. Um, so he's, he's oh, suing okay. yeah. all Sorry, of these people on. because when he was in rehab, they had him... Um, they had him... Uh, sign a wellness agreement, I believe. Uh, basically saying like, yo, you can't be on drugs. You gotta fucking be clean to be in the movie or you're, or you're fucking out, which makes sense, dude. Like, all these guys, don't get me wrong, right? Earlier on in the series uh, or in the franchise, like, that would make no sense. Everybody was on fucking drugs, right? Fucking everybody um, in that cast was on drugs. Well, so, did you hear... Um, I, I know you're you're not too big of a fan of Joe Rogan, but did you hear the Steve-O podcast where, like, Steve-O outlines his crazy-ass fucking life. Well, I've seen so many... Because Steve-O was, like, one of the main, like, let's say, advertisers for this fucking movie. Um, He'd be all over the place, you know, talking about how um, he's gonna... Or how about, like, oh, you know, you guys need to go see this. Like, this is coming out. Boom, boom, boom. Right? Like, all of that. Um, And he... Sorry, the point no. I was trying to the point I was trying to make by asking that question was like if you've seen that, um, you'll you'll you would know like what uh, Stevo had to do to be in Jackass Three because he was in sobriety for Jackass Three, and just to hear what like he went through because he was in a halfway home, right. he had a curfew like he had to be home by like eleven p.m. So and it it was it's just fucking it was crazy to hear that on uh the JRE, you know, yeah podcast when Steve was just like outlining that whole you know, uh how he got sober and so on and so forth. He's just had a crazy life. It's a fantastic episode. I'm sure it is. Um yeah, the the I just think that, you know so but oh so so basically, right, the story is 
um, that Steve or um, um, Bam Margera got fired, right? He was no longer allowed to be in the production because he tested positive for Adderall, right? Um, uh, during during shooting, which you know what? If he signed the fucking agreement, fair enough. But his his uh, his lawsuit, right? He's suing them. Um, regarding it because he said it was an unfair and they took advantage of him. The agreement was unfair and they took advantage of him when he was in um, um, uh, rehab. Sorry, and yeah. that's when he had signed it. But to me, right, uh, before he had the opportunity to consult his lawyers, I believe was his, his uh, phrasing on it, and that's his lawyer's phrasing on it as well. Um, I think it's bullshit, right? And, and I say that, like, respectfully, right? I think that that is the biggest bitch move. I think it's somebody who wants the fame of the movies right and like wants to be a part of it as he used to be um but didn't want to make up the or keep consistent with a positive change in his life and take it as his friends holding him accountable not not only for a legal agreement he signed but for an agreement that would be beneficial for him in general yeah. um as yeah. a person right and and i think that that's huge to remember that like this is not for the crew to be um, like held less accountable or, you know, to, to be superior to him in any way. It's supposed to be, you know, Hey, they're his friends. They want him to be fucking healthy. And I think that that's the takeaway from this. Like it, he is, I think this is a huge fucking bitch move by him. Um, oh yeah. 100%. I, think it, I think it's fucking pathetic. Like I'm, I'm a huge fan of Bam Margera and like the, 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 um, the Margera, like the, what is it? The Bam show? Bam Viva Margera? La Bam. Yeah, Viva La Bam. Huge fucking fan of that when that was out, like on MTV and shit. I would watch the fuck out of that show. Um, right. I, like I introduced my, my my older sister to that show and we would watch, I think I had like every season on my computer um, legally. And, uh, and I have seen the episodes countless times, but like this just changes my viewpoint on Bam so much and like how far we have fallen, right? Um, where somebody that I, I would have really enjoyed seeing in anything else. I don't know that I really want to watch him in anything at this point. Like, he can kind no. of go fuck himself. So, yeah, was, so if you just, if you knew nothing about this beforehand, I would, like, I would be a little bit more like, okay, I guess I'll hear what I have to say. But I know he's been, like, going on a social fucking rampage on social media. He's calling out, like, people like Jeff Tremaine, Johnny Knoxville, mm -hmm. calling them assholes all over Instagram. And, like, everyone's replying. Like, I know Johnny Knoxville replied and said something to the effect of, dude, you were loaded every time you came on set. Mm -hmm. Like, we could tell you were visibly fucked up. And then Steve-O commented and was like, bam, like we tried working with you, but you just came to work loaded. What you're you're calling us assholes, but we think of you as family. Shit like that, mm -hmm. like deep heavy shit from Stevo, the guy who partied the probably the fucking hardest. I would say not probably. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who has had the most issues with drugs in the past, for sure. Um, you know, like that's that's like legit. You know, the guy who has had the most issues with drug use in the past and he's the one saying it. And it's like, yeah, of course, like, don't be such a fucking idiot. Right. And it, and it is so pathetic to see somebody who I really enjoyed watching in these films in the past behave like so fucking stupidly. Yeah. But I mean, that is that is the brain of an addict. Yeah. Right? Like they didn't do anything wrong. Oh, I know. Somebody else did, you know, oh, yeah, no, I know you do. Um, but, like, not not that you're an addict, but, like, we know. We know <laughs> what we're talking about. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's just, it's so fucking pathetic to, like, see that and to to see somebody that I, like, really enjoyed watching in, in content in the past um, overall just fall so far and, and be at this point, right? And that's it's just yeah. fucking sad. Yeah, 100%, dude. 100%. But but I agree with them firing him. Fucking good riddance. Like hold up to your end of the bargain. Yeah, one hundred percent. So my last bit of movie news here: Red Hood live action movie in development. Uh, looks like they also have a star in the lead for Jason Todd. So for any comic book fans, you know the Red Hood used to be Robin. 
Um, and then when he grew up, you know, after, depending on, you know, which fucking comic you're going off of, he grew up, became basically almost an anti-hero. Like, he has no problem killing people, in, but, mm-hmm. like, he does go after criminals for the most part. Um, but, yeah, it looks like Red Hood uh, is going on to be a live-action series over at HBO. Nice. Um, and it looks like the actor they want to play him, according to this report, is this guy has the funniest fucking name. Hold on, I want to find it. I know his first name is Tanner. Oh, okay. This is he has the funniest fucking name. Tanner Buchanan. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> sounds like a fucking trust fund kid. <laughs> That's what that fucking sounds like to me. <laughs> so anyway, but Tanner Buchanan, if you don't know, he is um Robbie in Cobra Kai. Oh my god. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So that's who they want. That's who, according to this report, they want to play the role of Jason Todd. All right. I mean, you know, I'll give it any I'll give anything a shot in that regard. I mean, I'll see. I'll see what I like. Here's a, he's pretty short though. Okay. Like he can't be he can't be taller than five nine. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. The guy's fucking short. What do you like? And Jason Todd is supposed to be like pretty menacing as the Red Hood. Well, true, but I mean, does height have everything to do with fucking menacing? I'm sorry. Did you ever really see Mini Me in Austin Powers as a real threat? Yeah, I think that that was on purpose. <laughs> yeah, that's my point. Yeah, I mean, I don't think the fact the that the shorter small, you are, the less terrifying you are. That's listen, just how man. You know, work. you know who was, you know, who was intimidating in fucking Game of Thrones. I don't watch that stupid shit. I mean, the book was really good, but or, well, the books were really good. But um, the dwarf man, uh, what's his name? Dinkle, the Dinklemeister, Peter Dinklage. It doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. I mean, again, you're you're entitled to your opinions, bro. But he was, was he was menacing. I'm assuming he was menacing because he had people who he told what to do. Nah, nah, nah. And nah, if you fucked he him was, up, it's because he was a smart boy. But uh, but no, I mean, it's it, it can happen. It can happen. Don't be so don't be so you know in your ass about it. It'll be all right. Just saying, <laughs> if a guy's gonna beat me up and Mini Me is coming towards me, yeah, I'm but not you're that a big scared. fucking guy. Like, there's a difference. And also, if Mini Me was in a crazy like hood and had a reputation to kill people like you'd probably be like yo i don't want to be killed by this killer midget does he have a gun or just a knife you don't know i'm asking you what's the scenario i will be afraid of anyone who has a gun <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> but like if he's coming at me bare knuckle i'm gonna fuck him up i mean that's fair <laughs> that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying uh, yeah, you know, I mean, maybe, maybe he's bare knuckle. Maybe, maybe he's going to come at you, you know, with a fucking, like a fucking weird m- thing that Batman gave him at one point that like, it's a blade that's ballistic and like shoots out and they'll fucking stab you in the neck. Who knows? All right. Just saying. I'm just saying, dog. It'd be adorable to watch him run though. It would be. It really <laughs> would be. Anyway, <laughs> fucking weirdo. All right, um, you know I'm right. So my my last little bit here. To, well, I guess uh, technically, according to the article, she's surprised. I'm not. Um, Disney has officially decided to say uh, goodbye, Scojo, and um, has said that they are they are cutting all their ties with Scarlett Johansson um, after the lawsuit, which. I mean, to be frank, number one, again, we've talked about this before, um, definitely think she's within her rights to sue them. Uh, they're being like a greedy fuck-off corporation. They can suck my penis uh, in that regard. Uh, unsurprisingly that they would do that, but um, they are now saying that they will not uh, do anything with Scarlett Johansson in the future. She is not uh, essentially welcome at Disney. You know? Sorry. So... Obviously, like, they're upset that, she, you know, that she's suing them. Well, she called them out so, for fucking bullshit. Well, yeah, 100%. I agree. However, I mean, I don't, 
I, I can't hold it against Marvel saying like, hey, I don't want to work with this person who's suing us. Of course. No, no, no. I, I don't <laughs> hold it against them. Again, to, to no one's fucking surprise. Yeah. Other than apparently Scarlett Johansson, according to this fucking um, this this article, um, uh, to no one's fucking surprise, they're saying, hey, you know what? Probably best if we part ways. Um, nobody wants to fucking employ somebody that's suing them, right? Unless it's like Dwayne The Rock Johnson because they know they're going to make their fucking money back after the lawsuit. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just not the way. Uh, but to be frank, I mean, this character's dead anyway that she was in, and who gives a fuck if Disney's gonna employ her? She'll get employed at a different fucking movie produce like production company. Yeah, easily. She's Scojo. She'll get work. <laughs> yeah, it'll be whatever. Who cares? Yeah. So I mean, it's just I understand that Disney's a humongous fucking producer of, of content and whatever, but fuck it. Like she will, she will get deals elsewhere. Um, but yeah, so again, a, a smaller bit of movie news in the sense that, like, to no one's fucking surprise, uh, right. Disney says goodbye. <laughs> well, since we covered it last episode, we better, you know, I'd figure we'd give us our give ourselves an update. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. All right, so main topic, which is going to be the Suicide Squad, uh, directed by James Gunn, uh, obviously who created, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's probably the biggest one that he's ever done. And then, um, of course, was was um, infamously canceled for some fucking lame ass joke he made ten years ago because nobody's allowed to grow apparently on the internet. Well, he's now uncanceled. With uh, yeah, with Marvel, yeah, he's directing number three. Nice. Currently, the only successful person being uncanceled. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, um, Mike, what did you, so you did not see the David Ayer Suicide Squad, right? No, I did not watch that one because I heard, again, I, I sometimes, especially when there is so much like buzz about something before it comes out, I will, like a good video game, wait just a little bit before I decide to spend my money on it, um, and, and just kind of check out a couple reviews here and there, right? And, and... I gotta be honest, reviews were pretty bad, so... Um, I mean, you're not wrong. So I just kind of decided, you know what, not worth my, not, not worth the money. Uh, and no, then it just the, and then more and more people watched it after the initial bad reviews, and then they just kept giving bad fucking reviews, so I was like, I'm good, I'll just not. The one, th dude, it was so bad. You want to tell me about, the, you want to hear about the part that made me go, what the fuck, the most? Oh, from the initial Suicide Squad, yeah. you mean? Yeah, so there's a scene, they're going into the city uh, on a helicopter, going over to briefing. All of a sudden, it cuts to a wide shot of the helicopter in the sky and a fucking rocket just, like, hitting the helicopter, and it just goes down, and that's it. And I'm like, you're not going to fucking explain where that rocket came from? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fuck it, that's like shit. like TJ TJ put it per perfectly. He was like, "Here comes the plot rocket." <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, no, that is that is fucking stupid. Yeah, I mean, it's there's there's I again, I heard so many fucking negative things about that movie. I can't honestly say any of them about this one. There were well, any of the same. Um, there were some points in this movie, I would say specifically at the at the very opening of the film before the fucking. Um, like a uh, title screen popped up um, that was like just kind of dumb like in my opinion like the very initial um, landing on the beach it was just so fucking out there with no context that it was like what the fuck are they doing and then it was it was it was almost like they were just trying to be dumb do you, do you know what I'm saying um there was one funny part about it that I will say, like, at the very, very beginning, and this is my only issue with pretty much the entire movie, um, was that opening sequence. Everything else was, like, just fucking spot-on awesome. Um, but the only the only funny part to me about the very opening sequence uh, was when, <laughs> when Weasel goes into the water and, like, Hilo drops, because they're all Hilo dropping, basically, at the very opening. And, uh, and, and fucking weasel drops and he's just thrashing in the water <laughs> fucking, did no one check one to see if weasel could swim yeah, yeah and somebody was like did anybody check to see if weasel could swim 
And there's just like this fucking dude thrashing about in the water. <laughs> oh man, dude, it's so fucking funny. Um, I think but, that I think the main purpose of that scene was to essentially be like, "Hey guys, I we could be as bloody and gory as we want to, but also make it funny." We're oh, we are overcorrecting from the other Suicide Squad movie. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, and again, without the context of the previous one and actually having seen it, I wouldn't have seen that. And even my wife and I were watching it together, and she's like, "What the fuck is this movie gonna be good?" Because like we watched that very opening sequence, it's like, "Yes, I've heard it's very, very good." And then right after the opening sequence, everything was just funny and awesome, oh, yeah, and it yeah. was just really fucking good, pretty much throughout. Um, you know, it, not not surprisingly, the only person who they wanted to keep around after the first movie was Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, it was, it was just such a, and they didn't overdo and, her And either. the commander dude. Right. Yes. Um, but they didn't overdo her role in this one though, which I thought was mm-hmm. really, really cool. Like just because she was the most popular and like had birds of prey come out for herself and like she's had her own thing going on. Um, just because she had all that success, they didn't just focus on her and, because they thought like, oh, cause they could have very easily gone hey, here's Harley Quinn, let's make some more money. Um, right. Because clearly, based on her her Birds of Prey series and whatever else, it's 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 good. Like, people people like her character. Um, but they didn't do that. And I was really surprised and pleasantly surprised that they didn't focus on her in the film. I, I mean, the, the whole thing with Harley Quinn and the getting married to that dude... Oh my was god! Was so funny. I was like, "What the fuck is happening right now, dude?" Right, and then it's like, "What happened?" Like when she shot him in the fucking heart, and she's like, "I promised myself <laughs> that uh, that if I ever started dating a guy and there were red flags, that I would kill him." <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" That was that was amazing. That was yeah. Even even my wife was like, "Oh shit!" I thought she was gonna turn on the Suicide Squad and be fucking this dude's wife. Dude, it was such a good movie. Oh, yeah. Um, my favorite character overall was the shark. I don't know why. I loved him. He was, like, my dude. Um, like, through the whole fucking movie, I was like, this is my guy. <laughs> oh, my God. Shark is great. You know that was Sylvester Stallone? Was that really? Yeah, that was Sylvester Stallone. I mean, I guess. It was very, like, minimal dialogue. <laughs> and. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just everything about him being so dumb and shit and like just innocently violent just like you mm-hmm. know what i mean it was just so fucking funny you wouldn't have eaten me would you oh yeah <laughs> what's weird about the opening scene was the amount of like at like like not like one percent of hollywood big but like pretty decent big named actors who died almost instantly. Dude, instantly, right? Because I think the whole point was, and I will say this, I think the whole point was you're supposed to think, especially because Harley Quinn was there, that this is the new Suicide Squad, right? I mean, obviously, I was thinking to myself, where are the people from the trailers? But, mm-hmm. like, you're supposed to think, oh, like, these are all, like, Suicide Squad people, whatever, boom, boom, boom. And then all of the sudden, everybody's dying. And, like, you see people with just stupid fucking powers, like the detachable kid. Um, yeah. Like, w- and then I love I love Harley Quinn's response like DTK. She's like the detachable kid. What the fuck? But yeah, the thing yeah. is with him, the thing that sucked with him is like, like he did it, and then like that's all. Like he just moved his arms forward so fucking slow, dude. And my my wife <laughs> was even like, my wife was like. Why isn't he, like, taking cover and moving his arms? I was like, I guess he has to see his arms to move them. I don't know. This is the worst fucking power I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) (laughs) That movie was... uh, I think Idris Alba, though, is my favorite character. Dude, Him as Bloodsport. But just him as Bloodsport and, like, the... Like, what this movie, I feel, did so, so well. They had a good amount of comedy versus action versus even some dramatic moments yeah so like when uh what is her name king bitch the 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 wait what king bitch like the head honcho of the suicide squad oh yeah i don't know what What her fucking name name is the 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 black lady right yeah 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 yeah. well anyway fuck uh i feel like i just had it anyway 
So anyway, when she's basically threatening his kid, like, and she goes to, like, choke her out. Mm -hmm. And she was like, nobody move. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. They're um, just, just, I mean, I think James Gunn has a good way of doing that. He's done it for Guardians of the Galaxy. Even some of his older movies that no one's like, I'm not going to say no one, but a lot of people haven't seen. seen, Yeah. Like Slither or, you know, shit like that. Oh my God. But he he has a good amount of those moments where he can do comedy, drama, and action like pretty much within five minutes and it fits perfectly. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So like since you do, I'm curious for you though, since you didn't see the the original Suicide Squad. Right. This no one has confirmed if this is a reboot, if this is a sequel, if this is a prequel. No one fucking knows. The only explanation anyone like has given to me was so it's kind of like a reboot and a sequel. Uh, it's kind of like it because no one's gotten a straight answer. I was just curious if you like curious since you've never seen the original. What was your thing? This could have been an easily just a standalone. Yeah, like this does not need any like preface of any other content or whatever, right? Like, um, John Cena's character was fucking hilarious. And, like, just the whole, like, cock measuring and stuff that was happening and then him being a little piece of shit at the end. And, like, all of that I thought was really well done. Um, yeah. And, like, the, the interactivity between the characters. But, like, the, the, the movie as a whole didn't depend on any previous knowledge of, of a Suicide Squad at all. Like, that it didn't is go, true. Like, it, it literally laid out everything in front of you. There was no, like, I never felt like I was going, like, Oh, so who is who is this person? Like, are they in charge of like, like they didn't like uh, leave anything up to an assumption that you have previous knowledge, which to me would indicate that it's um, I don't think necessarily a reboot or even technically a sequel. I mean, here's the thing. It could be a sequel, right? Um, In the sense that it exists in the same universe at a later time. Uh, but as far as like story wise, it's not like a sequel to the story, right? Like, yeah, it's just a, a sequel in terms of timeline of this universe. Yeah, I would, the only, yeah. And I was like watching the movie and I was like kind of looking for, uh, for like clues about the other characters that was, you know, in the first movie, like, you know, Will Smith's character, Deadshot. Mm -hmm. Like, I was, like, looking for clues. Oh, upon Deadshot's release, something like that. Yeah. To be like, okay, this takes place after. But they literally gave you nothing. Which I think is good. I mean, I think referencing the previous film would be would do nothing but a hindrance based on the reception of the previous film, right? Like, I don't think many people give a fuck about the previous film at this point. They'd rather just cling to this one, which <laughs> I get it. But it's just like, okay, so what's canon then? That's that's the only fucking problem I have, is that what well, the what fuck is Well, what happened in this movie? The question I have for you then is what happened in this film that would, um, like, displace the canonical events of the previous one? So, I mean, it depends. And, you know, the first movie Harley Quinn showed up when she was in, you know, Arkham. Not Arkham. Or what is that? Argus. She was in Argus, you know facility and then in yeah. birds of prey she's released and then this one she's bucking back in argus as if she had never left but was she in argus or was she just in the squad because they, they didn't show her in the no, prison. she was in argus in the first one and in the second one yeah did, did they show i can't remember now now that i'm yeah. thinking about it i don't remember her being she was in the prison yes yeah hmm. i don't remember that for some reason I mean, obviously, she's on the Suicide Squad. Well, sure, but she's also fucking insane. She's not doing... Like, no, no. She wasn't doing it from the good of her heart. I don't think it would be from the good of her heart. I think it's out of the, the freedom to kill people for funsies. No, she was definitely detained. So that's my only problem, is that I don't know what the fuck is canon now. Well, she could have been released and then done a bunch of I dumb guess shit. I guess re-arrested. Oh, yeah. I mean, she is Harley Quinn, and she does break the law. <laughs> I don't know, man. 
It's just weird. I mean, yeah, I get it. I, I, I can understand that. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, that that's my really that's really my only complaint about this. Is movie. that they is didn't I, explain it? They didn't explain if it's a fucking reboot, a sequel, or whatever. Like, yeah. because I just I don't know what's canon anymore. Right. It. <sighs> I don't know. I think DC really needs to stop fucking up. They, well, they yeah. they're not. Guys, I don't understand how this is this hard. Yeah, I, I don't, just don't. I don't get fully it. understand it either. Um, the 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 whole idea of like, you know, they can they can do better. They just don't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like they could definitely do better. Um, I I just don't. I, I for some reason it feels like they. Um, that they like I'm trying to think like they don't they don't they just choose not to seemingly yeah I, I, I know it's almost like <laughs> it's like dude we're begging you to let us give you money and you're just saying fuck you we're doing what we want to do yeah <laughs> I just I don't get it what's what's interesting about this is that uh, there was an article I read a while, like a while ago where someone asked Margot Robbie and the guy who plays Rick Flag, I forget his name, but uh, he was the like the commander. Yeah, yeah, in the the cur- yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, there was an interview where they asked those actors, uh, you know, would you like to see the David Ayer cut, the original director uh, cut of su- the you know Suicide Squad, and they were like, yeah, well, yeah, obviously I want to see it. I want to see, you know, because they did fuck with that movie so much to obviously it was going to come out bad, you know, where they had to add a plot, rocket, whatever. Um, so what I don't understand, and I wondered if you noticed this, have you noticed there haven't been like director's cuts released recently? And people keep freaking out about release the so-and-so cut. Like that used to be almost normal back in the day. Like when with the DVD yeah. release, you would have like a director's cut version. Yeah. Um, have you noticed that's kind of gone away, and now people are like clamoring for it? Yeah, I. So I have noticed that. Um, I think that. Uh, I don't know. I never gave a fuck about director's cuts, right? Like, because to me, the film as released is what the film is, right? That's that's the. Essentially, I, I wouldn't say necessarily agreed upon now that I understand more about like the um, more more of like the business side of it. Like I know that studios will tell a director or a writer like, go fuck yourself. This is what we're doing. Um, we yeah. took your thing and, you know, uh, blah, blah, blah. Like this is this is what we're doing. Um, but it, there must be some level of agreement or something that takes place where it's like, all right, this is what we're releasing. The director makes a decision. This is the scenes that we're doing, um, so on and so forth. And I take that for what it is. And it used to feel like to me that the director's cut was like, I don't know, like deleted scenes. Like it was like, I never gave a fuck about deleted scenes. I just wanted to see the movie that was released. Um, I mean, I guess, but I mean, when you take a look at some of the director's cuts, like, so recently there has been one director's cut I can think of, and that was uh, Dr. Sleep. And the Dr. Sleep director's cut, I've watched both versions. The director's cut is so much better. It's just oh, is longer. It? Yeah, it's just longer. It added like another sure. 25 minutes. And it did recut some stuff. But it, it's just a better movie. Yeah. I mean, I, I can understand that. Um, I I suppose, you know, in certain aspects that that is definitely like the way it would go. But that you also have to think the medium that they would release the films previously would be on like a DVD. They're not often releasing DVDs anymore. I mean, they are, but like they're they're more so streaming things um, as a as a whole. So now they have to release it on a streaming platform, basically, because that's the primary mode of consumption. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I I guess I miss the old days though. I miss I almost got a director's cut with almost every movie I purchased back in the day. I know you used to and buy now fucking it's like, like Blu-rays of everything that you had DVDs of. Yeah, I mean, I still have everything, but <laughs> I used to ha- right. I used to, so you have to go let out your let out your yeah. dogs. Yeah, I gotta go grab my dogs. 
All right, we'll be right back, folks. Two, two seconds. So we're back. No problem. So uh, back on Suicide Squad. So what did you think of the villain in this movie? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> I I didn't understand. So there were some things. <laughs> so there was some, like, it was clearly, like, uh, very, to me, very, like, slapsticky type um like bullshit, right? As far as like a villain is concerned, yeah. Um, the 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 main issue I had with the villain, right? The the very primary issue I had with the villain was not that it was so fucking retarded. It was that it was um. It was that it was a. Uh, how was it concealed under there? If if yeah, how it, was it just like yeah? How is it that the window broke and then all of the sudden it could get out? It was weird, dude. Like it's like, like that made no sense to me. When you okay. when you go to that point, like how was that the fucking way? That was that didn't make any sense to me. That was upsetting. <laughs> like I just I just loved I pr- like I just think I was thinking of the thought process that went on behind this villain and they're like, "Okay, guys, we want to do like an alien thing but with with face grabbers but instead of giving like baby eggs inside the tummy we're gonna make this mind control but how can we make this funny how about starfish (laughs) yeah how about a giant fucking starfish that that (laughs) which by the way was not only like fucking uh mind controly whatever face eater type shit it was like here's my armpit goo this is what's gonna control you it came. It basically was like it's bo will control you. Oh yeah, it's so, so fucking funny. weird. So it was funny, so though. fucking weird. It was, yeah, definitely weird, but it was fucking funny. Oh man, um, do you want there to be a sequel? And would you have uh, it with the same people or change it up again so we don't know if it's a fucking sequel or another reboot? Um. So I would say, I. You know what I. Depends on what you consider a sequel, right? Like, I would much rather have a another movie very much like this, where it could take place in the same universe, even have some of the same people. They could even technically acknowledge the events here, but it has nothing to do with these events. It has nothing to do with, like, they don't make any references to it. They don't really, like, they don't, they don't have to make any references to it, I should say. It's just a, like, here's this film... Uh, that has different villains that we use as uh, as you know our people. um, Hold on, would it still be the Suicide Squad though? Why not? I mean, they had different people in this one than they did in the last one, right? I mean, but there's going to be staples. You're going to have Rick Flagg. You're going to have Amanda Waller. That's her name. Well, sure. Like, so I mean, those still those people would have to be constant. Sure, but you're not going to have all the same people. Right, you're not gonna have all the same people, and you're not gonna have all the same shit happening where they're gonna be like, "Oh, this is just like that thing." Like, you know what I mean? Dude, they, they killed off to... a lot of people in this movie. I don't think they have a big pool to choose from anymore. <laughs> That's yeah, probably true. <laughs> like within the fir- the beach scene was like easily fifteen people just gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, oh, yeah. it would I mean, have to be a direct sequel with, you know, I obviously think Harley Quinn would have to be associated with it. Probably, yeah. I would say if she wasn't, there'd be a lot of upset people. Do you still want it to be directed by James Gunn? Yeah, I think he did an excellent job. And I think yes. with the track record of his versus the track record of the DCU, um, they should keep him on if they want to, like, you know, keep selling tickets and, like, making money. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. So, yeah, yeah. So, um, but right. yeah, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm, I am, I am a fan of the film. I think it is good. I think that a lot of people should watch it. I think that if you aren't, you know, taking the time to to watch the film, that you're missing out. You're like, you're really like doing yourself a disservice, right? Oh but, yeah. Um, you know, at the same time, I think that, uh, I mean, it might not be for everybody, but I think that it was definitely like a a, a step in the right fucking direction for, oh, for yeah. this film franchise and I think that they should keep going with it. Yeah, I 100% agree. The way, yeah. J- 
this movie was fantastic. Yes. Obviously, it's not meant to be taken seriously. If you go in and expecting to watch, you know, Captain America Winter Soldier, you're going to be disappointed. Yes. It's all bullshit. They fuck off. Yeah. (laughs) It's meant to be that way. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that it was an excellent film. I think they did a really good job, and I'm I would be excited to see more of it. Oh yeah, I agree. I definitely want some more of it. Um, but we'll see. I know DC is having some trouble right now because it just seems like they don't know what the fuck they're doing, and it's really sad. But it sure does seem like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, they still don't like they still don't know what they're doing with like uh. Uh, the Robert Pattinson Batman, like they like from what I heard, they still don't understand. They don't know yet if he's gonna be canon or if he's gonna be like an alternate universe Batman. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about just terrible indecision and like at at the detriment of their fans and their pocketbooks. See what I would like them to do, what what I would have liked them to do is if um, they did an alter un- alternate universe Batman, but they made it about Batman Beyond because I think he could play Terry McGinnis of Batman Beyond much better than he can play Bruce Wayne. And I'm talking about Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been sweet. When I heard he was cast as Batman, I was like, it'll only work if it's Batman Beyond. <laughs> Yeah, I could see that. I and, and I, then, I, we talked about and this then in the, past. the Batman Beyond shit would be so sick. I know. I'd I watch know, the but fuck out of that. Don't you think Pattinson is like the correct age and like kind of build to play Batman Beyond versus Bruce Wayne? Yes. Yeah. By by I would say by a decent margin, yes. That yes. would be the that would be the way I would go with it for sure. And that would have been <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah. But anywho, all right, guys, that, that's all we got for today. Send any and all questions to cinemafromthedarkside at gmail.com. Uh, we will answer any questions whatsoever. Feel free to send those in. I always forget to say this in the beginning because I doubt people listened all the way through to the end. But <laughs> fair. I just, yeah. Anyway, thank you again so much for listening to Cinema from the Dark Side. Okay.